Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast for the church and about the church. I'm Connor. I'm here with Mike, and this is going to be a shorter podcast. We're just going to offer some really brief thoughts, but the question on the table is, how should Christians think about what's happening in Israel right now? So probably a question that to some extent both Mike and I would say we're very much out of our depth on. We don't see the whole picture, but we just wanted to give a few biblical uh, points to maybe frame things for a believer in terms of how you should be thinking about this. So, Mike, let me just pass it right to you. I think we wanted to start in Psalm 122 to just lay a groundwork, mm-hmm. and then maybe we'll offer just a few more thoughts about how believers should be thinking about what's happening. Since Saturday, it's just been all over news feeds and on mm-hmm. our minds. So, yeah. yeah, just want to maybe help give some context. That's good. I, it's very easy to be very emotional about this. you got newscasters breaking down on live TV and all these kind of things, and it's interesting, but a Christian needs to be biblical in their view of Israel. Uh, Psalm 122, verse 6 says, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they be secure who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For my brothers and companions' sake, I will say, Peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. And God's promises, God's covenant promises are sure, and he made promises uh, to Israel. But it's very interesting for me. I mean, when you see what's going on with Hamas and with Israel and with all the, the different things, and, and you've got, uh, you know, the whole world looking at it, and, they're, and, you know, even Israel's getting attacked from different angles. And, you know, the first thing you got to say is terrorism is wicked, and evil is being per- perpetrated, and evil being perpetrated is evil. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have to remember no one's innocent. We're all sinful. And I, I do feel sometimes like everybody hears the word Israel and they go crazy. Um, no one knows which end is up because human sin has muddied the waters and, and the air is so polluted when it comes to truly understanding the issues. And it's interesting, you could say a lot about Israel and its, its you know, spiritual state right now is, is, you know, could be seen as deplorable and, and horrible. But, but through history and through, through the biblical record, over and over again, God's people were unfaithful to him, and God's people uh, weren't the point. It was God's covenant plan. Um, but everyone's got an opinion, and depending on their theology or their politics, you're going to hear one thing or another quite strongly right now. And I think some believers have literally no idea what they're talking about beyond emotion, but they just say, Israel, 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 and everyone says, yeah, you know. Um, I think it's easy to not even think about the issues because... Um, of the name and assume we mm-hmm. must support it and support everything about it. And so now everyone and their brother is going to jump on a bandwagon of, you know, giving money to the nation of Israel blindly through whichever emotional appeal hits home. And mm. yet, as God said, they're not all Israel who are descended from Israel. And at the end of the day, I mean, obviously evil must be stopped, but it's hard to know, you know, who the evil ones really are. Uh, Hamas is obviously evil, but the nation of Israel isn't innocent. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not personally so interested in politics um, everyone needs to hear of Christ and, and the gospel, and I'm more interested in giving to Christians in Israel to help them get the gospel out. Yep. And if it means yep. stopping or holding back evil, so that people can hear, ab- absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I just think that a lot of Christians will jump on the political Israel thing, and it just doesn't hit home for me. I'm I'm more in line with Romans nine, ten, and eleven, and I, I know there's several views even within our camps that seem plausible, and even then, everyone doesn't agree, but. On, on the made in God's image, human interest side of things, we should always reject evil and terrorism wherever it lands and wherever it comes from. On the spiritual, eternal, unseen side of things, uh, that's where there's so much confusion. There's a reason 
There's a, there's a reason Israel gets a lot of attention. God gives it to them in Scripture. But also, they really want and seek the limelight in other ways, probably mostly sinful. And that's two different things. So, um, you know, add all that in with, um, you know, yesterday I was reading some things about Israel. And then I just saw a, a pastor friend of mine post something really mundane, like, you know, who knows of a good plumber or electrician or whatever, because, you know, life keeps going all over the world. But I'm just thinking to myself, I realize you're on the other side of the world, but everyone can see what you're posting, and you've got friends in the Middle East, and it might come across as a little tone deaf mm. in the middle of a war that Israel's in, and you're a Christian. It might be better not to be posting mundane things. Huh. Just phone a friend, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like be careful because everyone can see what you're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a lot of mundane things today but I'm not going to post all about them, especially if I don't golf really. But if I was on a golf course or something, you know, it's like, and, and then you've got that. And then on the other side, you've got a posting. I heard, saw the other day, it said, if your pastor in church doesn't pray for Israel this morning, you should demand to know why not. And, you know, there's plenty of guilt to go around and people are crazy and they mix politics in the Bible and they get this mix of nationalism. And if you think about this, all the all the U.S. Christian nationalists right now are out of their minds about railing on so many social issues, but won't share Christ with their neighbor. And I'm concerned about that. Mm. You know, I need to, and I should probably stop ranting right now mm. <laughs> and, and go outside and talk to my neighbors. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, so I don't know. I just, there's a lot on my mind on this. I, I'm praying for the I'm praying for the peace of Jerusalem. But I'm praying that people in every inch of the globe would would hear the gospel. And God would open their heart to the gospel message. And in the middle of a war uh, where, you know, bombs and, and are being lobbied and, and people are, are doing atrocious, uh, absolutely heinous things to people, uh, that needs to stop. And, and, and so I'm all for, you know, military intervention when people are perpetrating terrorism and evil. Mm. Um, but I'm mostly about the gospel getting out. Yeah. And I think that's what Christians should be thinking about when they think of Israel. Yeah. 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 That's good. I'm just drinking it in. I don't think I have too much to add, Mike. I, the only other thing I was going to mention is that there can be, I think, in some camps and with definitely within us as, as evangelicals, kind of a knee-jerk reaction towards end times thinking mm -hmm. whenever Israel enters the picture on, on the kind of global stage. And um, I think, I mean, I read Romans 9 to 11 and so do you. And I think we see a future for national Israel mm -hmm. in God's plans. And yes. I, I mean, I would say I see a future a massive turning among the Jewish people towards Jesus as their Messiah. So I look forward to that with hope. Yes. Um, but I also, I think it can actually be really unhelpful when everything that fronts Israel globally just immediately pushes our minds in a um, direction that says the end is near, you know, here's wars and rumors of wars. Jesus is coming back any moment now. And you, you just see a lot of that. Um, and that in itself, of course, is a huge conversation, but I just think that we need to be careful to not let, you know, what's happening in the news feed determine how we're seeing things in Revelation or otherwise. Yeah. So that might yeah. be another piece to add. Oh, well said. I mean, let's just let's just close with this in, in, in Romans 11, start at verse 25. Lest you be wise in your own conceits, I want you to understand this mystery, brothers. A partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved, as it is written. we got to remember, now that you're thinking uh, in 9... In, in Romans 9, 6, it is not as though the word of God has failed, mm -hmm. for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your descendants, so your offspring be named. 
This means that it is not the children of flesh who are the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted as offspring. Keeping uh, Romans 9, 6 in mind, you go on in Romans 11, uh, in this way all Israel will be saved as it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. He will banish ungodliness from Jacob. And this will be my covenant when I take away their sins. It's like this is the better tree of life, right? This is mm-hmm. election. And reg- as regards the gospel, they are enemies of God for your sake. But as regards election, they are beloved for the sake of their forefathers. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. Hmm. And, that, and, he, and he goes on, you know, if you were at one time disobedient to God, but you've received mercy because of their disobedience. So they too now have been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may now receive mercy for God has consigned all in disobedience that he may have mercy. And so, you know, this is, and then that's where he says, oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments, how inscrutable his ways. You know, the the Holy Spirit is going to do this, right? So, you know, who is my, who's known the mind of the Lord? Who's, who's been his counselor? Who's given a gift to him that he might be repaid? No, for from, for, from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. So God will save whom he will save, whom he chose from before the foundation of the world. And Christians should think of Israel biblically. And again, there's many, many uh, different opinions on that. Uh, but you just take a deep dive into the glorious, glorious depths of God's sovereign grace and you see wonderful things. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, I was going to read just even from the very beginning of Romans 3. I'm sorry, Romans 9 to end, starting in verse 3. For I could wish, Paul's talking, that I myself were a curse and cut off from Christ for the sake of my brothers and my kinsmen according to the flesh. They are Israelites, and to them belong the adoption, the glory, the covenants, the giving of the law, the worship, the promises. To them belong the patriarchs, and from their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is God over all, blessed forever. Amen. So I think every believer thinks of the nation of Israel, the people with the, the most rich spiritual heritage of any nation on earth, the one nation chosen uniquely by God to spread his glory around the world. And our hearts are heavy for them, just mm-hmm. wanting them to come and embrace Jesus mm-hmm. as their Messiah, who was according to their race from the flesh. So um, I don't think we have anything else to say to you, but um, hope that you have been maybe encouraged by this in terms of how to think about these things that as you're just watching news come in. Um, and especially that it would direct you to love and to prayer for these people. So, uh, listeners, we love you. We're thankful for you, and we'll talk to you next time on the podcast. God bless you, and have a good day.